welcome to the Sweat and Reflect podcast, where we'll break down how life is happening for you, not to you. I'm Meredith, a 30-something former teacher, widow, and life coach who is focused on empowering women to live their best lives no matter what they've experienced in the past. We'll laugh together, cry together, and at the end of the day, grow together. Are you ready to sweat and reflect your way through this crazy thing called life? Okay then, let's go. Hey friend, welcome back. Full transparency, this is the third time I'm attempting to record this. The first time, the groove was just off. The the vibe, everything was just off. The second time, I got seven minutes in and then my dogs decided to try and bust down my bedroom door. So, frankly, no one needed that to hear that and I just could not get back into the mindset where I was, even the point that I was trying to make. So here we are, attempt three. And this is for a conversation on a three-letter word that I've been wanting to have with you for so long, like literally months. I've wanted to break this down with you, for you, but in all honesty, I had to put distance between myself and the context in which this word was being used. I knew that if I recorded this in real time where I was very heated and animated, angered, whatever other word you'd like to use regarding this word, while it would have been a super authentic live in the moment response, I knew I needed to take a step back. I knew I needed to reflect. I needed to have conversations with my therapist. I needed to, again, just go inward before I sat down in front of the mic and really talk to you about why this word has been so impactful, why I have had such a reactive response. And the word that I am talking about is a conjunction. Yes, I'm going to go all English teacher on you. It is a three-letter word often used to combine ideas, and it is the word but. B-U-T. I don't know why I spelled it for you, but sometimes we just need a refresher, you know? (laughs) So this is a commonly used word. We use it all the time to prove a point, to again combine ideas, to make it known to somebody else that we are providing evidence that we are in some cases transitioning into a new thought, right? It's used in a multitude of ways. However, this three-letter word has been used in a way in my life lately where it is evoking a negative tone and it is in turn providing a defensive or producing a defensive response from me. So let me give you give you some context. Over the past year or two, I have made a lot of choices that have strictly been for me. I've gone inward and really thought about the type of life that I want to live, the type of woman I want to be and continue to be, and how I want to live my day-to-day life, right? How I want to feel when I wake up in the morning, how I want to feel throughout the day, how I want to feel when I lay my head down on my pillow at night. And a lot of those decisions have been based off of career, relationships, how I just spend my free time, right? A lot of 
what I would, I guess, call crucial, critical elements of my life that at 34, and I say that in quotes, I should have all figured out. But as we know, as we've talked about on this podcast, life is always happening for you, not to you. And everything that I've gone through and experienced up until this point has led me to this point. It has helped me get clarity on who I am, who I want to be, and I'm a constant work in progress, okay? And so as a result of me making choices for myself, there have been people in my world who, out of protectiveness, have chosen to use the word but, whether it's conscious or not, as a way of providing their opinion on my life and at the same point, essentially negating all of the positive work that I've been doing on myself. So for example, Meredith, I see that you're happy, but I don't know if this is the right choice for you. Meredith, I'm glad that you feel content in what you're doing, but you can do more. Meredith, this isn't what I thought your life would look like, but fill in the blank. That last one may have been a little bit more negative than I meant it to be, but you know what I'm saying. I'm I feel like we have all been in a situation with whether it's a performance review at work, whether it's a conversation with a significant other, a family member, a friend, where that person is trying to help you. Perhaps they're trying to provide you with constructive criticism, but the way that it's being delivered with the use of that three-letter word puts you on the attack, puts you on the defense. Because no one wants to hear a positive affirmation, right? No one wants to hear something where someone is praising you or applauding you and then just as quickly providing either their opinion that you didn't ask for or just a negative perspective or coming from the perspective that they know what is best for you. And listen, I'm not saying people shouldn't have conversations that are honest, that are constructive, that are going to help people grow. But what I've realized in sitting with this use of the word, in doing a lot of self-reflection, we use this word too often as both a filler word and as a way for us to be honest without having to really be honest. So let me explain what I mean. We love to tell people, you know, I'm going to give them a compliment. I'm going to tell them I think that they're doing something really right. But because I don't fully agree with them, I'm going to make sure I combine it with my opinion. But I'm not going to make it super obvious that it's my opinion because I will have just praised them for their actions. Right? So again, Meredith, I, I'm glad that you're happy, but I don't know if this is the best choice for you, right? They're, they're getting me with this positive 
affirmation, this positive reinforcement that they're happy that I'm happy, but they don't agree with the choice that I've made. And so suddenly all I'm holding on to is that three-letter word. All I'm now hearing is that negative, even though they started with a positive. And I realized, again, in, in reflecting on how this has made me feel, that I've done this to other people. And again, it's, it's more often than not completely unintentional. It's just the way that, it's just colloquial, right? It's just the way that we speak. It's the way that we provide information. However, I think we really need to start to slow down and think about what our word choices mean and what effect they are having on others. I mean, hello, I'm recording a podcast right now. And as much as I do these podcasts, you know, without a script and I just talk to you, I have a lot of pauses often because I'm very much focused on the word choice that I'm using. Not because I'm trying to sugarcoat, not because I'm trying to keep information from you, not because I'm being inauthentic, but because I know how important words are. Our words matter. And especially if you're a parent, a teacher, if you are working with, if you have any relationship with younger children, your words matter. They have a direct impact on their self-esteem, how they view themselves, how they view a task, how they view what they're capable of. And what we don't realize is that those words still matter and still have the same effect on us as adults, especially when it comes down to the type of relationship you have with the person whom you are using the but with for. You know what I mean, right? If I say to my sister, Jessica, I'm really happy for you, but I think you're making the wrong choice. Am I really paying her A, a compliment? B, am I really reinforcing this positivity that I'm trying to provide her with? Or am I just being a complete jerk and covering up the fact that I'm being a jerk by starting off with a compliment? And again, if you're listening to this and you're like, Meredith, this is not what we all do. You're right. We do not all do this. But I would encourage you to really think about how you use the word, but when are you using it and how is the person that you are using this with responding to you? Because again, over the past few months, I have really been watching my word choice and making sure that I am being honest, but also not negating or overriding a positive affirmation that I'm giving someone. For example, the other day I was texting my friend. I have a friend who's going through a really hard time right now. And I started to write out to her, your feelings are completely valid, but. And I stopped to myself. I deleted the but, I deleted the comma, and I just sent your feelings are completely valid, period. I honestly can't remember what the second part of that sentence was because I immediately stopped myself because I knew that that but was negating any positive reinforcement that I was giving her. And I was proud of her and I wanted her to know that her feelings were valid. And so I stopped myself from continuing that sentence. And again, I don't remember if after I said, 
your feelings are completely valid if I followed it up within with its own separate sentence of this other thought or if I just left it. Because that's the other thing. You have to look at the person that you are having this conversation with. Can they handle your brutal honesty in that moment? Can they hear your opinion? Can they hear your protective nature if that's where you're coming from? Or are they very much in a mindset and in a space where they don't need any additional negativity, even if it's coming from a loving place, right? Because we all interpret and we internalize what we hear differently, right? How many times did your parents say to you, watch your tone? You didn't think you had a tone, but the way that your words were coming out, even if they were the sweetest thing, like, oh my gosh, I love you. If it came out like, oh my God, I love you, someone heard that differently. And so it's the same thing with the use of but. How are you using it? When are you using it? Is it actually necessary for you to use it in the context of this conversation? Is your point being made any clearer with the inclusion of the word but? Or are you just completely diminishing what the person or the people that you're having a conversation with are feeling. Because again, regardless of whether or not you were aware of it, most times people will hear that phrase, Sally, I'm so happy you're happy, but I don't think you should be doing this. They're not hearing that you are happy for them because frankly, all they're hearing is you think that they're making the wrong choice. And again, as long as your friend is not doing something that is detrimental to themselves or to someone else, let them love their life, right? Life is about learning, experiencing, growing, and we're going to make mistakes. We can't be perfect. So we can say things like, I don't think you should be doing this, but no, I'm here for you. I'm happy you're happy, period. I'm worried about you if that's where the butt is coming in. I'm coming from a very protective space because, Meredith, you've been through so much. I don't want you to get hurt again. All of those are valid. But when you include the butt, I don't want you to get hurt again. But I think you're making a wrong choice. Again, your need to protect me, to protect your friend, they don't hear that anymore. We just hear you're making the wrong choice or whatever the case is, whatever that second half of that thought is. And so I really just wanted to come on and just ask you to slow down, be incredibly mindful of your word choice and how you're responding to people, how you are sharing your thoughts and opinions with people. And also if you are the receiver of the constant use of but, ask yourself, why is it triggering you? Are these people coming from a very protective place? Do they not know any better? I had to do a lot of reflecting and realize that any use of the word but, as frustrating as it was and is sometimes, it was all because these individuals were coming from a place of love and a need to protect me. That doesn't make it right, right? Because I still was hearing all the negativity, but that's where they were coming from. And so... 
I think we all just need to be more mindful, more reflective, more aware, more in tune to what we're saying, how we're saying it, and what we really mean. And frankly, I am doing everything I can to remove the word but from certain conversations, especially when it's coming to friends and family who just need love and support because they need those, that positivity. They need that support more than anything else. And again, this is not saying I'm blindly telling people, oh my gosh, you are numbing your feelings with a substance. Please keep going. No, right. That, that's obviously a completely separate issue. And one that I've also lived through. I'm talking about when people are going through an emotional change, when they are dealing with something in a career or relationship, we have to be mindful right? Because so much of who we are is tied into, especially those few things like career, relationship, etc. So I encourage you to put the butt down. Take it out of your vocabulary. Be incredibly mindful. I know I've said it a lot in this podcast episode, but if you've caught it, I've either paused or I put in an intentional inflection on it to show you that I am well aware of the use of it. All right, we can't remove this from our vocabulary because it is useful in many instances, especially in writing, but it's not necessary in every conversation. So I hope this made sense. I hope this provided you with some clarity. I hope you are are listening to this and you are willing to take a look at your own word choice, your own interactions with people that you love and care about. And not necessarily people that you don't care about, but you have to work with or whatever the case is. Because again, your words matter. Your words have such a profound impact on people, whether or not you choose to realize it. And so I'm going to continue to work on removing but from my vocabulary in my conversations with friends and family. But you bet I will be using it for arguments when it's necessary. (laughs) So enough with the butt. I hope you have taken something from this. If you did find this useful, I would love it and so appreciate it if you went and shared it with a friend, with a family member. And just know that I'm always here for you and I will continue to bring you content that is going to serve you. I love you and I'll talk to you soon.